And I think a lot of times impatience robs us of the blessing of the present. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we're constantly looking for that future thing, that future thing ahead of us. Right. We don't, and we have to just rest in the present. You, know, oh, you pray goodness, to God about yeah. these things and just say, well, God, hey, I'm, I'm turning this over to you and, mm-hmm. and I got to wait for this person to uh, come around and uh, hopefully see it. And you communicate, you do your best. Patience. Patient. We got to be patient with people. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Eagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living, and we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn from Eagleville Bible Church. Mark Hosseller with me and our, our fine worship pastor. And uh, one of the things I thought that we would talk about today is just, you know, patience and that waiting on the Lord. So I was thinking about it. I was at the gym, lifting weights. And then I was thinking, what do I want to do podcast on? I knew I wanted mm-hmm. to do one for next week on Thanksgiving, ahead of Thanksgiving. Right. I knew that. And then I was just thinking about all the people that are in these situations where they're sick and they wonder when they're going to get better and when is it going to be over. And right. then you take any situation, whether it's you're on a job hunt or you're uh, waiting for God to answer prayer and a certain things and just that waiting. Yeah. One of the things we hate to do, we just don't like to wait. No way, man. It's against our nature. I mean, we want to make things happen. We want to make things go. You know, I don't want to wait for somebody to respond to me. You know, I want now, 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 you know, instant gratification kind of stuff. And, and a lot of times with God, he's trying to build that faith muscle in us, you know, And, and part of faith is just moving forward in confidence, even though you don't see something, you know, even though you don't have all the information, just knowing God is with you through it all. Right. You know? Well, you think about patience and, you know, I've, th- I've thought about times where when I want to move, I want to move. When yeah. I want to see something get done, when I want to have an answer and, you know, it could have been with my family taking a trip. If I want to leave at five o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning, I want to leave right then. I don't want to mm-hmm. be waiting around. Um, yeah. My one daughter, especially used to drive me crazy. It seemed like every, every time I wanted to go somewhere, she was never on time yeah. and never ready. I started leaving her actually. <laughs> and, and I have like no patience. you like, I, when I want, when I want to get something done, I want to get it done. And mm-hmm. once I get something in my head that is going to happen, it's going to happen. Now, you take that that kind of thinking and put that into a world that doesn't control everything. Uh, we can't do what God can do. Uh, sometimes right. we can't, you know, our business may be dependent upon somebody else's decision or somebody signing off on a piece of paper or bank giving us a loan or whatever it is. And now all of a sudden, okay, well, I, I want it done right now. I yep. want to have an answer right now. I want to know what's going to happen right now. It doesn't always work that way. No, and actually what happens, in my experience anyways, what happens is I resort to trying to control the situation. Right. I resort to trying to control the other people. Right. You know, and... That's unhealthy, you know, right. and, and actually I try to become God in that situation, right. you know, and that's and what you can't do. No, we can't right. do that. We can't allow our impatience to make us become like a God in that situation. You're right. not God. You never will be. 
Right. You know? And yeah. Well, so, I think yeah. people try to play God in uh, mm-hmm. sometimes their spouse's life because they want their spouse to change right now. And yeah. I've, I remember I read a Larry Crabb. He's a great uh, marriage counselor. And he said, you can desire your spouse change, but you can't set it as your goal because you set it as your goal. You don't control what they're doing. You always, you can only see you, right? You're always going to be frustrated. Yeah. You can desire it. You can pray about it, but it can't be your goal. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to that patience, and I mean, whether again, it's a marriage problem, whether it's a financial problem, it's, you know, you may have COVID and be laid up right now. And, you know, when I was in my two weeks of it, I was just, when is this going to be over? Like, how long is this mm-hmm. going to go? And it, even though now looking back on it, okay, it was a couple of weeks, you know, you got through it. I feel fine today. But it, in the moment that you're in it, it really takes a lot of patience. And it says in Psalm 40, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, mm-hmm. out of the mud and mire, set my feet on a rock, gave me a firm place to stand, put a new song in my mouth. A hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. And that's where the patience in God is just trusting him. Like if I'm, we're talking about waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord takes patience. Patience requires trust. You got to trust God to know what he's doing. You got to trust God that his timing is perfect. That sometimes Mm -hmm. if we force an issue or if we jump too soon, we might kind of get into something that's not really the best. Because yeah. we were just impatient, we had to have it now instead of waiting. Because sometimes when you're willing to wait for God to work something out, something better comes up. Yeah, and actually earlier this year, Bill, you had the intentions of um, wanting to live in the present. Right. And I think a lot of times impatience robs us of the blessing of the present. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we're constantly looking for that future thing, that future thing ahead of us. And we're missing, th- there's actually a blessing that comes in quarantine. Right. If we allow that blessing to take place, right. we don't, we have to just rest in the present, you know, and allow God to do his thing right there, right now, where you're at, trusting him to get you through it. Right. It's going to happen. Well, you're going to get to the other. That's our experience anyways. Yeah, you know, it it's, we're going to get to the other side. We're going to be okay. And it, when I look back over the last 14 days of my quarantine and I go, so how did I use that time to best glorify God, to draw near to those that I love? You know, you didn't, you didn't stop living. You can right. text people. You can check on people. You can call people. You know, how are you using the present to glorify God? Right. You know, and don't become impatient with that. No. You know? Yeah, I, I would agree. And I think, yeah. too, to realize he's going to lift me out of the slimy pit and out of the mud yeah. and the mire. Mm-hmm. And he's going to put my feet on a rock that eventually that's going to happen. You know, there's going to be a day when you're standing strong. It's just right now. I know when we're in a, a tough situation, like we want an answer right now. Yeah. And that can lead to a lot of anxiety, a lot of needless stress and strain, uh, probably some health issues, maybe even depression or discouragement, because I want to know right now. I want to know right now. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't you don't get to make that decision yeah, on everything. Right. It's not always your call. You got to say, Lord, when your time is right, you're going to lift me out of this pit. You know, I think exactly about Job right. and, you know, we talk about his patience, you know, what he went through and he lost his family. Eventually God would give him everything back, but that all took time. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I love how the Psalm five uh, verse three, it starts, it says in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. Cause I'm talking right. to you. I'm praying to you in the morning. I lay my requests before you and then wait expectantly. Right. That's the key. I think when you're talking about waiting on the Lord, you wait with expectation, knowing right. that he heard you. Right. It's not one of the things where he's, you're like questioning, well, I don't know if he even heard me. Should I, should I go back to him? Well, it's not bad to persevere in prayer, and that's not what I'm saying, but you expect to hear back from the Lord. Right. I think many of us might not expect that. 
we might lay up our requests, but we might just go forward with our plan and say, you know what? Hey, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. You well, know? I've, I've had to beg the Lord for some pretty important things to me because they had to do with my own family and where you had to really be pleading, you know, about your children in certain ways. And I remember uh, one time that situation, I mean, obviously God didn't, it's not like you pray and, and the heart of your child has changed, you know, on a certain mm -hmm. matter. So I remember at one time I was praying, you know, we've been through a lot and, and I was praying. And then uh, the one child that was having some struggles went to a Christian concert, met some of their college friends. Uh, who were believers. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't a bad thing. Uh, we're at this big Christian music festival. Mm -hmm. uh, they had some good speakers, and I would just kind of look over and, and watch, like, when the speakers were speaking, and I'd see her listening, and I'd see her be into the music, and I would, I'm like, okay, yeah. okay. And, uh, you know, I didn't, of course, push anything or say anything. I'm just praying about it, praying about it, praying about it, and probably the next month, the situation that had been heavy on my heart since... Man, at that point, it had to be a good three months. It it resolved itself. You know, yeah. well, really, I mean, I'm sure God resolved it, but that was part of it. I mean, part of it was just going there and I'm watching. You know, you're talking about waiting well, expectantly it, it, in prayer. I'm watching. I'm exactly. just, I'm watching to see what God's doing. And then next thing you know, I mean, the whole thing just did a 180. And I yeah. never, ever said one word about it. Yeah. To and, him. And, I, I just, I prayed to God about it. I mean, I said my piece early on. Mm -hmm. I told, obviously I gave clear direction early on, mm -hmm. but I can't hammer it every day. So then I would say, okay, well, here, here's what needs to happen. And here's why this is a bad idea. And then I have to pray about it. And I just have to wait. Yeah. And, and I think, and I, I love what you're saying there because I think that's what expectation does is it opens up our eyes to the realities around us, you right. know, and when you're not expecting an answer, then you're just blindly going forward on your own initiative. Right. Whereas, you know, when you're expecting God to move, you're looking for God to move. You're seeing things that you normally wouldn't see because you're expecting God to show up there. You know, right. that's there's power in patience. There's power in expectation, you know, yeah, because it opens up our eyes. But I think patience means, you know, if I was going to define patience, I would say you got to be willing to wait because you're not going to get it right away. And that, that's the thing, you know, that's mm -hmm. where patience really comes in to say, okay, God, it's kind of like you're planting a crop, you're doing the right thing, you're waiting for some other people to come around. I remember uh, when I was in seminary, uh, my church history professor said that one thing that he learned in church history is it would take somebody 45 years to come to a certain conclusion and they wanted everyone else to reach the same conclusion in 45 minutes <laughs> because once they were at that conclusion, that, right. of course, they wanted everyone to right away that's think so like true. they thought. And they weren't willing to allow people to go through the process. And mm -hmm. uh, being a pastor over many years, you know, I've seen that you've had to have a lot of patience with people because you've got to give them the same chance to come to conclusions, to reach conclusions, to see the things that you've seen and God's pointing you out. Well, they don't always see it right away. And you can tell them, but I, I found this, me speaking accurate language and being dead on in my communication doesn't mean it's always received, doesn't mean it's always understood, oh, yeah. because sometimes there's right. deception in there. Uh, sometimes mm -hmm. there there's other factors in there. Sometimes there's emotions in there. And, and the person, just for whatever reason, couldn't really hear you at that time. Mm -hmm. And that takes patience too. You know, oh, as you pray to goodness, God about yeah. these things and just say, God, well, God, Hey, I'm, I'm turning this over to you and, mm -hmm. and I got to wait for this person to, uh, come around and, uh, hopefully see it and mm -hmm. you communicate, you do your best patience. 
patient. We got to be patient with people. Yeah. We got to be patient with our spouses. We need to be patient with our children. Uh, you need to be patient sometimes with your coworkers, perhaps sometimes with your pastors. And sometimes uh, with trials, right? Yeah, and absolutely. sometimes when you're in the middle of a trial and you have to, your body has to heal up. You have to go through that process of healing and right. going through a trial of whatever it is, you know, you have to endure it and persevere with patience. You know, I'm reminded of James. Uh, I love this. You know, when it says that, uh, consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any, many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let it finish its work. Because it says that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing if you do that. Right. Well, if you know? he, James 5, too, is like, hey, wait for, like, the farmer has to wait for the rains. Yeah. We're waiting for the Lord to return. And sometimes mm -hmm. I think we're waiting for the Lord to show up. And it just takes that patience of realizing, hey, in God's season, in the right time, he's going to come. Now, endurance is part of waiting on the Lord, too. We've talked about patience, endurance. Listen, what I found in life is like this. It's like mutual funds. You hope when your money is in a 401k, Roth IRA, you hope that most of your mutual funds are going up. Some may be going down. Like not every stock you have, no matter how many stocks you own, it would be rare that they're all going up. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, most of them, you hope, you're hoping to win on most of them. It's like me as a picker. Not everything that I've bought as a buyer actually resold the way that I thought it might. You have to hope that you're right on most of it. But you got to also yeah. realize you're wrong on some of it. Right. So when it comes to to endurance, sometimes the heart, we go through certain things that are hard. It doesn't mean everything in your life is hard. It doesn't mean everything in your life is bad. You may be having, you know, my kids are doing great. Uh, my job's going great. Uh, but maybe there's something else that's not going so great. It could be you're, you're worried about your parents or, yeah. or, or a brother or sister mm -hmm. or something like that. And that's really plaguing you, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe there's a friendship that's breaking up and it's just plaguing you, plaguing you, plaguing you. There are times where you've got to endure that and go through it because it's just not easy. Not all of life is easy. Not all, some of life is, it's just super hard. And I've oh, been yeah. through those times where that was a very hard thing to get through. Now you will get through it. It's hard to get through it, but you have to endure. Like oh, I can't absolutely. quit on everyone. Like I can't, and let's say even if someone had a loss of a child, which would be like a worse, you know, some of all fears. If you got two or three other children, you can't give up on them. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah no. I had a loss here, but I can't give up on this. I had a, you know, this didn't go the way I wanted it to, but I can't be a bad spouse yeah. because this didn't go the way I wanted it to. No, that's one thing. It's got to be, stay. it's got its place in my life, that's and right. hopefully I'm learning through it and growing through it. But you got to endure, and endurance to me is Galatians 6, 9, let us not become weary in doing good for the proper time. We'll reap a harvest if we don't give up. Mm -hmm. And the important thing is you you just can't give up. No. You got to keep going. Not. Right. I, mean, I mean, Hebrews 12, it reminds us that Jesus, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You know, he's our example. He right. endured that persecution that right. led him to death, you right. know, and he did it, you know, to glorify God and to fulfill his mission, you know. Right. Uh, it's so important for us. Right. We have a mission. We have a purpose. You right. know, endure it. Well, you're endure saying what you're saying strong. about Jesus Christ is one is for the joy set before him. He had to go through a tough time to get to the joy. And sometimes that you know what we're saying in life too is sometimes to get to that joy spot. You got to go through the tough time. Well, you're a hiker. I mean, you get right. this, right? right? I mean, in order to see those great summits and the great views and all of that, man, there's, 
you're going to go through some stuff, you know, and you're going to, you're going to have to endure through miles of tracking and trailing and all that, you know, and, and, uh, when we were in Kings Canyon, a lot of flies flying in our face until we got to a higher elevation where they weren't there anymore. Yeah. But it was, I didn't think my wife was so bothered by them. I didn't think we were going to make it one tenth of a mile (laughs) and it was a six mile one way hike and it was six miles back. My goodness. And a lot of elevation, you know, at certain Mm -hmm. points, uh, like stairs, 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 stairs at the side of a mountain until we got to where we wanted to get. But yeah, I mean, you had, it was for the joy set before you is for the, Hey, I want to, I want to get to this point. This point's really beautiful, but I got to endure to get to that point. So absolutely. I mean, that would be an illustration of it. I think too, uh, the serenity prayer is helpful. You know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I can't change, courage to change things I can, wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as a pathway to peace, taking as he did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, Mm -hmm. that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen. And so I I look at that and say, yeah, I mean, you got to accept hardships as a pathway to peace at times. Jesus Christ, or not Jesus, uh, David said in the Psalm, Psalm 23, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Mm -hmm. It's through the valley, not to the valley. And that's yeah. an important prepositional difference. That's God's right. not taking you to the valley. He's taking you through the through valley. It. And sometimes that's where hope comes in, which is also a part of what we're talking about. So you got to endure. Mm-hmm. You got to have patience when you're waiting for the Lord and you got to hope. And part of the hope is I'm going through the valley. Now, the, what would happen with why they would have to go through the valley and why any shepherd would take a sheep through the dark valley was because sometimes they were up on a pasture and it dried up and the sheep had nothing to eat. The only way to get to the next green pasture was through that deep, dark valley, and he was taking him to another. That's why it was through the valley. Mm -hmm. He's trying to get him to another pasture, and that's where God is trying to lead us sometimes to a better place, but he's got to take us through a hard and dark place to get us to the better place. Yeah, and through that hard and dark place, you got to recognize his voice. Right. You got to in 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 the good times and the bad times. You got to be exercising that that discipline of recognizing the voice of your savior, right. of your shepherd, that's right. leading you through that time. Right. You know, so well, you got to be able to recognize the voice, follow the voice. Right. Uh, it also says in I think it's in Isaiah. I can't remember exactly, but he says, "I led you with my right hand." You right. know, he, he hold out your hand, grab onto Jesus through this whole thing. You know, and he'll walk you through. These yeah, and trials, that, that's you know? not an ethereal thing. I mean, we're not talking about being ethereal. Hey, listen to his voice. Voice. Well, I haven't heard him today. God, you're not speaking to me, you know, because I haven't heard an audible voice. We're not talking about that. Mm-mm. God's going to lead you right through the Bible. Typically, a person mm-hmm. knows right from wrong. Absolutely. And what you're saying when you're talking about listening to the voice of God, a lot of times, all this is a matter of doing is, listen, I don't care how much emotions you have. When you know something is the right thing to do, you do it. Well, it, me- it doesn't matter like how many things, well, I don't want to. Well, I don't think it'll work. It doesn't matter. When, when you know what is the right thing to do, the right thing, like what? Okay, be faithful to your spouse. Exactly. Tell, tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Don't steal things. Work hard. You know there's a certain basic of life where God has already laid it out. Exactly. He's never going to take you contrary to that word. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like, hey, go down the street, knock on the third house because there's a woman I want you to talk to. Yeah, maybe you might be led that way. I mean, that's typically right. not the way that I'm right. led. Like there's no. this ethereal thing that no one's going to get and no one can ever figure out. Like the Bible says, I didn't put this on the top of a mountain where you can't find it. Yeah. I didn't put it dark. I put it right here in front of you. I mean, no, the wall guy, like most said, it's right here. 
It's a great it's point. simple. It's right here. It's the Bible. But you're talking about a dark path. You know, right. when, and in those times, you're tempted to get off course. You get tempted. There's a lot of temptations to get you off course. In the Psalms, it says, "Thy words a lamp unto my feet, Correct. a light right. unto my path." Exactly. So His Word's going to guide us through that. That's, that's right. That's the a, Word of Christ. You know, right? The, and yeah. that's where we got to come in and say, you know, I have no problem. Like, oh, a lot of times I'll say, "Well, ask God, how, what do you want me to do? What's your wisdom on this?" But I think it's the mm-hmm. hope too. Like Psalm 23 or 2713, I remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Take heart. Wait for the Lord. This is what I want from you. He goes, listen, wait. I want you to be strong. I yeah. want you to take heart. And sometimes that's been my counsel when people have problems. Well, I don't know what to do. I want to, well, I'll tell you one thing to do. Be strong. Be strong. You got to yeah. be strong. You got to put it out there what you're looking for. I've told, I've talked to women about that before. Well, you know, I don't know. My husband's not through this. That, I'm like, you got to be strong. You got to tell them exactly what you think. And yeah. a lot of times they'll come right around. You mm-hmm. tell them, hey, I want to, I, let's say you might want to say, I want to read a chapter of the Bible every day together. Okay. What are they going to say? No. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Hey, exactly. I'd like you to take me out to dinner once a week. Are they going to say no? Typically no. not. No. I mean, once you put it out there and say, but you got it, you wait for the Lord, but you got to be strong too. Yes, you, you do. know what I'm saying. So that's what I look at it in life: be strong. Yeah, and I in think, the Lord. I think also, Bill. I think it's helpful, or it's helpful to explain this hope idea. This idea of hope. It's not just wish. You know, it's not just no. It's a. It's a. It's a. Uh, confidence in what right. you're expecting you know you have confidence he starts that with saying i remain confident of this right you know hope is that confident expectation that god's going to come through right you know he it's his promises his promises are sure right they're never going to fail us and and it, again it's an attitude of full confidence god is going to meet you in your pain and problems and you're going to be okay Amen. so for yeah. those with covid those having marriage problems those with financial issues uh whatever it is i know sometimes we get impatient i've been there Plenty of times. Mm-hmm. And I just had to wait. And I just had to go through it. One of the greatest advice, by the way, when I was sick that I that I got was you have to go through it. Wow. You yeah. have you have to be patient. You've got to just hang in there and you gotta keep going because you're gonna get through it. There's nothing, there is no way to speed up the process. There's nowhere to change the process. The process is the process. What the virus is going to do, the virus is going to do. You just got to hang in there and you will get through it. And sometimes God's going through a process in our lives. It's going to take what time God decides it's going to take and you got to be patient. Hopefully this has been helpful to you. Mm -hmm. You will have a great, awesome, and a blessed week. Keep waiting on the Lord.